What's going on, everybody? This is Cooper and James, and we are from the Back Pens. This is kind of a unique time for us. We don't usually post a lot on the weekends due to me being busy and James being busy and everybody kind of having lives, but we had the opportunity to sit down with Cody Wood of the United States Team Penning Association yesterday, and it was a really cool conversation. The USTPA is doing a really cool event that's kind of a complimentary piece to the actual PBR World Finals in Fort Worth this coming weekend. They are going to have their short round for their team pending finals down there, as well as a derby, an ABBI derby next weekend down in Fort Worth. So we sat down with Cody to kind of talk about all that. And of course, don't forget about the Chancey Williams concert Saturday night in the PBR fan zone down there. That's going to be awesome. If you haven't seen Chansey before, I can assure you, you won't be disappointed. So yeah, with this conversation with Cody, we kind of talk about the USTPA as a whole and how you can get involved if you want to, and just kind of talk about the sport a little bit. For those of you that don't know a lot about team penning, I'm definitely not an expert. I've seen it and kind of understand the basic concept, but as far as the finer details, uh, yeah, it's I'm kind of out of the loop on that. So it's good to kind of expand your horizons within the Western industry. In my opinion, you know, at the end of the day, we're a really tight knit kind of little niche group of the world. So the more we stick together and help each other out, the better, in my opinion. But I hope you guys enjoy our conversation with Cody Wood of the United States Team Penning Association. Boot Barn presents the ABBI Bull Bash Sunday, May 15th at Will Rogers Coliseum. Come see the future superstars of the bull riding world battle it out with 32 of the top ABBI bulls. Plus, the Elite Team Penning World Finals featuring the top riders in the world competing for over $350,000. All the action starts at 6 p.m. Sunday, May 15th with Team Penning prelims free to the public May 12th through 14th. Tickets for Sunday's action are just $19 at USTPA.com. That's USTPA.com. Hey, everybody. It's James. It's Cooper. And uh, we are excited to bring to you something different and unique that, honestly, I never thought that we would have on a bull riding podcast. But believe me, we'll get to that in a minute and how it all ties together. But my friend, Mr. Cody Wood, and not the Cody Wood from the CBR, that everybody knows they can stomp them and sing a song. This is a uh, Cody Wood as one of my best friends, Casey Decker would call him. He's the politician of the team. So uh, anyway, how are you doing today, Cody? I am doing well, James. I'm doing well, <laughs> but thank you so much for, uh, you know, you guys having me on here today and, and kind of, you know, chatting about our story and, and team pinning and, and how it involves bull riding now. Uh, what's your role in the USTPA? Uh, so right now I'm the executive director for the, the USTPA, the United States Team Pinning Association, and, and started with them uh, January 1st of this year. That's awesome. Uh, let's back up a little bit. How did you and Casey come to meet each other and kind of give us a little bit of a background on how that all came about and the cowboy spot and all the different adventures that y'all tried to put together because you guys are entrepreneurs yeah absolutely you know i mean as you guys know here in the you know rodeo world right you know you've got relationships that that go way back and i mean there's only a few i can maybe count on one hand of individuals that i don't remember the moment that we actually met because you you knew each other for so long and that's kind of how that's how you know casey and i are honestly because his dad was 
you know, a bareback rider and, and they were going down the road and, and his dad was riding bucking horses. And um, I grew up in a, in a bull riding family. My dad and my uncle uh, rode bulls heavily for, for many, many years. And, and uh, so, yeah, so Casey and I had just been, you know, there at the rolling around in the arena afterwards, cracking latches or whatnot, you know, and jumping around ever since we could remember. And so that, you know, kind of transpired. I, I started riding bulls right along with everybody else. And, um, you know, I ended up being a bit bigger than my dad and and had a football career, if you will, not a career necessarily, but, you know, really went the football route. But, you know, my heart and soul has always been in the bull riding world, um, you know, so I never left it. I've always been involved in, in some form or fashion. And, and like I said, Casey and I, we are very aggressive and and try to think outside the box and, and be creative. And um, so that's led us a couple different paths that, you know, have had some success. We've also had life throw some curveballs at you as well. And, and like I said, you know, when we had the first opportunity to meet was when we were doing uh, the Cowboy Spot uh, app, which it honestly is still ready to go on, you know, flip of a switch and it could be turned back on. And it was one of those things where we are a little bit ahead of our time, you know, in 2012, 2013, um, you know, the world of social media was still just evolving in a sense. And, and especially in our demographic, to be honest with you, from uh, a usability standpoint and, and from a business standpoint, it took us a second to get some traction there. Uh, I also had it set up in a multi-level marketing aspect, which worked out perfectly mathematically. You know, people were getting a debit card and and uh, every month they're getting, uh, you know, their commissions added to their, their debit card. And, you know, essentially it'd be the equivalent of Facebook. Now, if you had a thousand friends on Facebook, you know, Facebook sending you a check for $500. And so you never know where that might be. You know, we might, you know, open that venture back up again, but, you know, so it was awesome to get a chance to meet you down there at the American back then when that thing was really rolling. And, and uh, just over the course of time with business, uh, you know, my business background and, you know, love for bull riding and, you know, Western sports specifically created the opportunity for me to to work with the team pinning world and the ranch sorting world. And honestly, I couldn't have come across it at a better time, you know, right now with, you know, let's say the Yellowstone effect and, you know, some of those things that are coming from Yellowstone and, and the different demographics that are now looking into our world and our lifestyle. Um, there is no better conduit in all of Western sports than ranch sorting and team pinning. Um, you know, with the handicap system that we have in place, uh, anybody, you know, from cent- you know c- central Los Angeles to upstate New York, um, you know, if they have the ability to get their hands on a horse or even just come to an event and, and borrow a horse, they can get entered right away and, and get into our three class and participate and, you know, get in touch with these folks. And so it's been a, a really cool process to be a part of um, and, and getting there, you know. So uh, right now, in an effort to try to grow the sport uh, in Amarillo in our world finals this last year, um, we added bull riding and Casey and No Credit Productions produced that event. And we worked together with them to, you know, bring bull riding into the fold and uh, the two together are such a natural fit from uh, an entertainment and uh, you know producing standpoint that you know it works out really well and we've got some big things in store and one of which is just right around the corner next week so I know that was kind of a lot right there but that's kind of the journey that I've been on that's led us to to the team pinning world so I was just going to ask because I'm not overly familiar with team pinning like I've seen it and I feel like I have a decent understanding of the actual sport but for someone that doesn't know a lot about what it takes to put on a team pending, you guys must go through a lot of cattle in the event, correct? And that takes a lot of logistics to not only house them, but to ship them there and back. Do you want to talk about that aspect of it a little bit? 
Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So yeah, for a lot of people that have never seen team pinning before, and, and this might be your first time really learning about it, essentially what you have is is three people on horseback and you know coming in on one end of the arena. And at the other end of the arena, you've got 30 head of cattle. And those cows will have numbers zero through nine on their side. And so there'll be three zeros, three ones, three twos, and so forth. And so when they cross that line, the announcer will then call out and let them know, you know, what their number is. So if you got cattle number six, you got to dip into that herd of 30, pull out the three sixes and then bring them back to the other end of the arena and, and pin them as fast as you can. And so, I mean, it's really a pretty exciting event. You know, I mean, a lot of these events will go from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And yeah, that's a that's a lot of team pinning. But when you break it down to our championship rounds, it really is set up well to be very exciting, kind of like a horse race. You know, a lot of these teams might get sub 30 seconds. Some of them will go sub 20 seconds, you know. So um, just like you're watching, uh, you know, calf rope in, team rope in, or, you know, barrel, any of those, you know, our timed events, um, when somebody jumps out there and, and just puts something, you know, lightning fast together, it's it's exciting just in the same way. Well, that's awesome. And obviously we're a bull riding podcast, and I hope you've listened to us before. But if Oh, you I have. Anyway. Uh, like the first time I ever noticed that, you know, your particular brand of team pinning or whatever it's your association's called, U.S. TPA, team pinning yep. association, uh, was in Denver. I seen it on the Velocity Tour event yeah. on Pluto TV, and so that's really cool. And and I noticed that this this event coming up in Fort Worth is uh, going to be broadcast on Cowboy Channel. But before we get there, like, how does Say me, because I'm literally handicapped. Explain that. <laughs> explain that situation to like I don't understand the whole handicap system and all that. But say if I wanted to, if I had a horse and was it capable, how do I enter one today? Yeah, no, it's a great question. You know, so essentially, you know, right there, USTPA.com, our website. You know, we've got all of our lists of events on the calendar there, obviously. And, you know, we'll have events every single weekend throughout the year. We'll probably have in the range of 70 different events total for this year, um, you know, from all over the country and in Canada. We even have uh, some folks in Italy and Venezuela um, as a part of our organization. So it's, it's everywhere. But, you know, for folks to get involved and if you're looking to enter, I mean, it, it's a little bit different in that sense versus rodeo. But essentially, I mean, you do call ahead a lot of times in my obviously reserve your stalls and that sort of thing. But when you get there, you have the ability to, to enter a class a certain number of times. So whether the limit is eight or 10 or five, whatever the producer sets that number at, I mean, you literally can just show up and, and uh, you know, like I said, sometimes a lot of times you could borrow a horse, but um, if you have one, you know, they'll, they'll get you a rating. So it's very similar to roping. Um, we have a rating system that basically goes from N or like a zero, essentially up to seven. And so um, for anybody to just be starting, they'd be a novice. And so they'd be, be an N. Um, and then if you have a little bit of horsemanship skills, then you'd be a one and then kind of work your way into the sport. And, uh, you know, so it goes all the way up, you know, you get into those five, six, and seven. I mean, we're talking some serious horsemen and women and, and it's very, very handy, um, you know, when it comes to being on horseback, you know, so there's a lot of, obviously there's a lot of cutting 
aspects to the sport. Um, so, I mean, you know, essentially it's, it's, you know, cutting in a horse race format and is really what it comes down to. But, um, but yeah, you can come in and, and so we'll have a three class, you know, so essentially that just consists of folks that are either ones or twos or zeros. And, uh, just as long as those three, t- those three members of that team, their rating doesn't go above a four, you know, when it's all added together, um, you get to compete in that class. And, um, so like, for example, the other day I actually entered, uh, one and I've done some steer wrestling and, and road horses and stuff, obviously throughout my life. But um, I went in there and entered the three, and and it was down at the South Point Hotel there in Vegas. And I mean, it was just one hell of a time. I mean, it 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 really was surprising to me how much my motor got running. You know, a lot of times I'll you know go skydiving once a year or you know do something just to press the envelope a little bit just to get that you know feeling back that maybe you didn't you don't get as much as you did in your teens and your 20s and what have you um but uh you know i was really shocked that that it i mean it really got got the adrenaline rush going and the excitement of being under a clock you know and having to be there at a certain period of time um but yeah so the next event actually speaking of casey he's He's committed himself. He's going to actually enter our big national event in Estes Park, Colorado, coming up at the end of June. And so uh, um, everybody's looking forward to seeing Casey get down there and get entered in the event, you know, because they've gotten real used to him being around and, you know, kind of being known as the the bull riding connection here with inside the, the team penning world. So speaking of Casey, what made you want to kind of do a crossover event? Because I think it's a really cool idea and it can benefit both both sides of the equation, no doubt. And I, I've always wondered why you don't see more of that in the Western industry. What made you think that crossing over with bull riding or vice versa on their end, what made you think that would work? Well, you know, kind of kind of hit on it a moment ago. You know, you, we do have a, a small example of it there at Denver's PBR. You know, they've done it a few different years. And and uh, so that one that there kind of showed how exciting it was and how easy it was to execute. But then more importantly, how the crowd responds. You know, the crowd, you know, if they'd never seen it before and all of a sudden you see 30 cows coming in, they're like, what the hell? What is what is this? You know, what are, what's going on now? And then, uh, like I said, the just the race aspect, you know, allows for it to be pretty exciting. Um, so anyway, so so that was there. And then. I'm an I'm an announcer, you know. I'm a mainly a bull riding announcer, but I do rodeos and got into announcing these team pinnings, and that's how I literally got my foot in the door with the team pinning world. Was was I started to announce for them, and then they knew that I had a bull riding background, and so that conversation led to, well, why don't, why don't we have a do just do our own bull riding and. And uh, absolutely, you know, took the bull by the horns, if you will. And and uh, that's how then, you know, like I said, myself being an announcer and and knowing, you know, the ins and outs of bull riding. But then, you know, Casey and No Credit Productions doing such a great job from a producing standpoint. It was just a really easy fit to, to work together. And then I can, you know, logistically handle a lot of the, you know, the the sponsorships, the the business side of things, obviously from the team pinning side and, and connect the two. And, and then, you know, Casey just really runs with the bull riding aspect pieces of it. And it's really been a, a great little fit. And so we executed it really well in Amarillo. And, um, you know, like I said, we're just one week away from, from our second really large bull riding event here in Fort Worth. And what's that schedule look like when you guys are executing these events? Is it team penning during certain times like because obviously with the amount of entries you get it takes a while to get through all those entries and so until you get them shortened down into like a short round format the team penning that'll be kind of an all-day thing i would assume right (laughs) yeah yep you're absolutely right so i so like for example this next week in fort worth 
we'll be at the Will Rogers Coliseum um, and we'll start Thursday morning, literally at 7 a.m. And I got my schedule pretty tight right now for a couple different reasons, but we'll, we'll team pin from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m on Thursday. And this, this pinning that we have is got $350,000 in payout. So the winner is guaranteed to have at least about 45,000 will go to the winner. So there's going to be 1100 team pinning teams. Um, and so that's 1100 teams that I'm going to have to get done in, in round number one. Um, so we're going to, the goal is to try to get to at least 750, maybe 800 teams on Thursday. Cause then on Friday, if we get ahead of ourselves there Friday, again, we'll start probably around 8 AM and we'll finish round one and then hope to have round two, either completed or darn near completed because, you know, with the PBR world finals being right across the street at the Dickies arena, you know, being the executive director of the USTPA, you know, I really want to make sure that, that our members and our riders or whatnot have the ability to, to be done competing and to go over to the PBR and, and experience, you know, the PBR world finals in its fullest. And so the next day um, on that Saturday, uh, you know, like I said, hopefully we're done with round two, starting round three and have a, a goal to be done by four o'clock. Cause when the opportunity arose for the PBR to be across the street, you know, I reached out to them and, and they've been great to work with. And um, we've got a, a concert lined up with them that we're kind of co-branding with, if you will. Um, Chancey Williams is the artist. And so he's going to go on stage at about 5 PM. Um, and so if our event gets done at four, Chancey Williams goes on at five and then um, the PBR round number two will start at 645. And so really just a perfect setup, a perfect opportunity for a fantastic pre-party there in the PPR van zone. And then from a you know, team pinning perspective, USTPA perspective, you know, we'll have USTPA branding everywhere. We'll have actually kind of a booth set up so I can answer questions on team pinning. And if people want to get involved in the sports and then, you know, the, the PBR and, and Chansey's been so gracious that, um, you know, we're talking about, you know, having whoever's, you know, number one team in the average, you know, going into round number four, uh, be featured on stage and, and whatnot and give them a big shout out and the team pinners a big shout out. And so um, we got that on Saturday. So a big time weekend, you know, but then Sunday's when, uh, you know, everything really comes to, to a close, obviously. And, and to answer your question in a long roundabout way, we'll go from 1,100 teams down to our top 20. So, I mean, we're, you know, through a four rounds and then down to our fifth round, essentially the championship round, we'll be down to only 20 teams. And so that night, the PBR will be done at 445. Their round three performance starts at 145 um, at six o'clock. We'll have, you know, doors will open at five, but the performance will start at six. And we were able to work together with the ABBI and provide a great opportunity for their derby, you know, three-year-old bulls to have a home and a presence uh, there at the PBR World Finals. And so essentially we'll start at six and that schedule will, you know, basically be 20, 20 bulls. So two sections of 10. And then we're going to have our top 20 championship round in the team pinning and then finish things off in the bull riding with two more sections of 10. So, so essentially 40 bull riders, 20 team pinning teams. Um, the bull riders are, you know, riding for 10,000 added a buckle. We've got a beautiful saddle made for them, you know, just thought it was kind of a nice little tie in, right. You know, here we are team pinning. We hand out saddles all the time. Might as well give a bull rider a saddle. And, and, uh, and then we also have a nice big bonus check for the, the top bull and contractor of the ABBI. And, and so when you go back to you know, the win-win scenario, I mean, this really lays out really well, right? The the bull riding world gets an additional event, additional competition, ABBI, that sort of thing. 
And then for us specifically from the team pinning perspective, which at the end of the day, for me and my role now in this job, the number one goal is to get more eyes on team pinning because the more people, once you actually see it, you'll get some interest and grow the sport itself, obviously. And then ultimately, you know, when it all comes down to it, our circle is relatively small and we all need to kind of work together to grow our demographic in the first place. And so this is hopefully achieving all of those goals in one. I think you guys nailed it. Like you said, the amount of eyes that you're going to have the opportunity to get on the sport and not just eyes that have all came from the Western industry. There's a lot of people that follow bull riding that they've probably never seen a horse in person. So it's got to be exciting to potentially get a whole new demographic of eyes on the sport. Yeah, you're absolutely, especially at the PBR World Finals, right? You know, the PBR World Finals brings in a wide range of of folks from different places in the world. And, and, um, again, not everybody wants to get on a buck and bull too, right? Everybody loves bull riding, but not everybody has got the, the salt to, you know, get down on the back of one and put your hand in a bull rope. And so, but they want to be inside Western sports, you know, and, and this gives them the opportunity to to do that, you know, and even roping, you know, it's, it's not easy to rope, you know, you gotta, you know, you can't just pick up a rope and go enter a rodeo. And so I'm really pushing and trying to position ourselves in a place where, you know, we could be that conduit inside all of Western sports. And, and, um, and you're right too, that the bull riding goes hand in hand and, and, you know, we probably wouldn't have the opportunity with Cowboy Channel and broadcast it live without the bull riding. And, and then at the same time, you know, I've had great conversations, you know, with the Cowboy Channel and some of their goals is to, you know, again, broaden Western sports and not just rodeo. And so it's a, 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 another win-win scenario there where, you know, they're capturing the audience with bull riding, but then giving themselves the opportunity to start going off into some other directions and, and uh, showcasing some of our other great disciplines with inside Western sports. Do you have any idea what the broadcast schedule will look like? Yeah, so we're going to be on from 6 p.m. Central um, on May 15th, and it's going to be about a three-hour performance. When you put in the commercials and everything else, you know, it'll be it'll be a three-hour block on Cowboy Channel. And as a whole, you know, we do have to make some arena cha- adjustments, obviously. Um, we're going to keep the pin in the arena, you know, so very similar to like, let's say, the shark cage or whatever at the PBR. Uh, but there is just the way that the Will Rogers is is set up, you know, it's such a cool historical uh, venue. But uh, the buck and shoots have a really sharp bend in it, if you will. You know, it's very, very, very oval. Um, and so the pinners need will have to put up a panel right through there. So that'll take just a quick moment. But, um, but yeah, it's 6 to 9, May 15th. Um, um, Cowboy Channel. And you know, like I said, it'll be awesome for folks to be able to see the team pinning. But uh, boy, when you look at the list right now of the bulls that are entered and the contractors that are bringing bulls, I mean, it, it's literally a who's who in the bull riding world and the contracting world specifically. Um, you know, the Velocity Tour finals are going on this weekend, so we won't have the finalized bull rider list until, let's say, Monday or Tuesday. Um, but we have the bull riding list the bull list, excuse me. And, um, it is double rank from top to bottom. So I'm really excited for that in itself. It's going to be fun watching whenever you're looking to start into any kind of sport, there's usually clinics or for instance, if you want to be a bull rider, you go to bull riding school and you know, do you guys have any of that in place? through your association? Oh, that's such a great question because, because we do, we, well, we have, folks that do clinics quite a bit and and we've started a uh, like we call it USTPA weekly you know so every Tuesday night you know we have a um a, it's essentially a, a Zoom 
you know, Zoom uh, broadcast, but it goes live throughout all of our uh, different areas. And um, we've been having to ask a pro and a pro send in a video and break down some clinic aspects there. But um, they do have clinics all over the country, but we have chatted as a board, you know, and and as a committee that it's something that we're going to focus on and kind of harness some of this growth that we're having right now and, and have just exactly what you just said, have USTPA sanctioned clinics you know, with our top riders and, and tie them into events, right? So you come in, have a clinic on a Wednesday, Thursday, let's say, and then the event itself start on Friday um, and then give those folks the opportunity to then roll right into a competition. So um, that uh, that's definitely right around the corner. That's awesome. What kind of process went into deciding on who the the concert was going to be? Like, I, I'm obviously wearing a Chancey Williams cap right I now. Noticed that. I, I love them. Like, I've seen them right around half a dozen times probably never been disappointed was he like just the automatic go-to or did you was there a selection process with that yeah that's such a cool question in general i noticed the hat right off the bat and so like you know i so i grew up in colorado um but i live in cheyenne wyoming now you know and and so myself personally am a big chancy fan and and just the music and and the energy that he brings to the stage that sort of thing um but as far as the process i mean it it was funny how it kind of worked out it worked out perfectly really um so like i said i mean we're collaborating with the pbr and so the pbr has their pendleton whiskey music uh i can't not tour but you know it's every single night they have a different artist and um you know so they asked me you know kind of what my suggestions would be and and get, we looked talked about a budget and so we looked at all the kind of the top names that would fall within inside that that line and essentially Chancey was at the top of my list personally. And so when I sent it back to him, he was my first choice and they were like, you know, we think you hit the nail on the head. And so I think that, you know, I would imagine that Chancey would have been a part of their lineup no matter what. Um, But uh, it was fortunate enough that, you know, he was my first suggestion to where it worked out to where, you know, he happened to be the artist for the night that we're uh, co-branding with the PBR. And, and uh, so really looking forward to that just because, like I said, a lot of the artists that they already have lined up, they're all awesome. I, I love all their music, um, but the direction that Chansey's going, the rodeo bull riding tie-in specifically, um, the fiddle, I mean, I just, there's so much that I love about it. And so, uh, you know, really, you know, excited to for him to be there. And then, you know, a lot of my riders, to be honest, you know, because a lot of my folks, they come a, a large chunk from Texas, but a massive tent chunk are from Southern California, from, you know, New York or Wisconsin and some of these places that hadn't heard his name yet when we've been promoting it. And uh, so, you know, I just love the opportunity to share his music with some folks, you know, outside of this Rocky Mountain region and, and specifically our rodeo culture. So for people that are down in Fort Worth and they want to come check it out, how do they get tickets and what kind of different ticket, I guess, levels for lack of better term are there for these events? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, first, you can just go to USTPA.com and right out the front on the homepage, you'll see the ABBI bull bash and the you know purchase tickets right there. We'll also have some links and stuff through Facebook and that sort of thing, obviously. But USTPA.com is where you purchase tickets. Uh, the general admission is $19. And then if you wanted to be in the box seats, which is essentially right up on the railing, um, they're $29. Um, so, you know, they're not set seats, you know, not set seating, but uh, general admission versus box seats. So it's really clean and easy that way. And then we're going to have a large uh, promotion 
playing at the Cowboy Channel Bar on Friday night, the 13th, uh, from 6 to 10. You know, come on, come into the Cowboy Channel Bar. If you buy a ticket right then and there, you also receive a free drink. Um, so I'm very thrilled about everything that we've been able to do with the Cowboy Channel. And so if you happen to be in the stockyards on Friday night, uh, come on over and let me buy you a drink. Stockyards are going to be the place to be all, <laughs> all the next two weeks. I can tell you that for sure. That is for sure. I love Oh, man, I just absolutely love it. It's such a cool spot. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Cody, for jumping on. We definitely appreciate it a lot. And best of luck with the event, man. It sounds awesome. And I'm really hoping I can get over there. I don't know what my work schedule is going to be yet exactly. But if I have time, I'll definitely scoot on over there to the Will Rogers for sure. Yeah, please do, man. And and uh, hit me up ahead of time. I'll make sure that you and your friends have tickets in that sense, you know, too. So, um, but yeah, I sure do appreciate the opportunity just to be on here and chat with you guys a little bit and, and uh, you know, just love what you're doing. Like I said, it's, it's been doing really well. Like I've listened multiple times and, and it's been fantastic. So thanks for, you know, providing that platform for folks. Well, thank you. We appreciate that a bunch. It means a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, Anytime, anytime you need to come on here and promote something that has that ties into bull riding and this, we're open to expanding not only our podcast but helping the Western culture and the sport in general grow. Any sport in the Western world grow, because like you said, we're we're a small niche group of people, so we all got to work together to make this thing bigger than it's ever has been. So. This yeah, is a no small doubt. piece of it, but we're glad to have you and thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you both so much and hope to see you next week. And if not, we'll be chatting with you real soon. It sure was fun getting to talk with Cody, learning a little more about team penning and the USTPA specifically. And I think it's awesome that they're kind of cross-promoting a different discipline. You don't see that enough, in my opinion, in the Western industry. And I think it does nothing but help. But let's get into kind of the experience of the world finals for everybody and what Cody and Casey Decker and them guys are doing. So Saturday night before round two of the PBR finals, Chancey Williams is going to take the stage in the PBR fan zone. As you can see, I've got my Chancey Williams cap on. I've seen him half a dozen times. And I can assure you, if you don't know who Chancey is or have never seen him, you're not going to be disappointed. He definitely brings the energy when he takes a stage. And if you're a fan of country music or cowboy music, anything like that, you're going to like Chansey a lot. So I definitely recommend if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex to get down to the PBR fan zone to take in Chansey. But also let's talk about the team penning finale and the ABBI Derby. Tickets start at $19. And like Cody said, it's going to be a who's who of stock contractors. Depending on what happens this weekend at the Velocity Finals, you're probably going to see some of those guys in that bull riding. It's tough to say, but I'd expect a quality group of riders getting on these young up-and-coming superstar bovine athletes. It's going to be a really good time. And we have a special announcement. We are going to give away two tickets to the Team Penning and Derby. And I recommend checking out our Facebook page from the back pens to find out more about that giveaway. All the instructions will be on there and everything like that. So like I said, it was really great getting to talk with Cody. I'm definitely excited. I leave Sunday the 8th to head down to Fort Worth, and the Metroplex is going to be the place to be for the next couple of weeks. So until next time, you guys have a great one, and come back and visit us again from the back pins. Back pins.